Hey friend, happy Tuesday. This is episode 236 and we are going to talk about the Proverbs 31 woman. And I mean, we've talked about her before. In fact, you can go back, I think it was in November, October, November, I had Cammie Wilkie on and we talked about this woman. And we went from the business side of things, and we'll talk about that a little bit. But the Lord, the Lord hit me with a, a kind of different angle on this woman. And I, I, I feel like this is an avenue that's kind of overlooked a bit. And as I keep seeing this song by Miley Cyrus over and over again, that flower song and, and how we have this desire to omit men over and over and over again. I think you will admit that it is happening everywhere, right? Miley Cyrus is not the first person to be like, I am woman, hear me roar. I don't need you. Um, as believers, we need our husbands and there's value in that and great value in that. And we're going to talk about the Proverbs 31 woman kind of from that vantage point. And in fact, not even kind of, absolutely from that vantage point. And what does that mean? So let's hop in and get started. Hey, Kingdom Builder, welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. Are you struggling to find balance between what Jesus wants for you and your big business goals? Do you find yourself up late at night, overwhelmed by the goals and growth you long for while also lacking the confidence to get there? Do you wake up with big, ambitious dreams only to feel frustrated that you're not promoting and afraid you'll fail when another team member quits and you miss that promotion again? Hey. I'm Michelle. I too was tired of being in the same place year after year. I too felt frustrated and wished to build the business of my dreams. I wanted to honor the Lord, level up, and see my team succeeding. But I kept telling myself, the products are too expensive, or no one wants to join me, or maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Does that sound familiar? Until I realized that all the growth and success was nothing if God wasn't my first priority. In this podcast, you'll find network marketing business tips, biblical mindset encouragement, and a little mama motivation sprinkled in from time to time, all so that you'll see the growth and success through God's eyes first. Let's partner together, grow against the grain of this world, and find that balance you've been craving. Friend, go grab your Bible, notebook, and that coffee that's been beeping at you from the microwave. Let's get ready to grow against the grain. As I said in the intro, I want to take a, a bit of a different approach to this woman we know so well from Proverbs 31. As a businesswoman, we cling to the fact that she was industrious. She considered a field and she buys it. She's profitable. She's creative. She rises early and takes care of her household. She's clothed in fine clothing. I mean, let's be honest. Do we camp out a little on that one? Maybe. Maybe. Yes. Um, she's not idle. Her children love her. Her husband esteems her. We want all of this and more. If we're being honest, please be honest with yourself. I do. I want all of that and more. I was talking, so the way that this came about was a little bit, you know, there's always so many like facets to it. Um, and that, like I said in the intro, that song by Miley Cyrus, like I hear it everywhere. I, 
like you don't even have to listen to the radio. Does anybody listen to the radio anymore? You don't have to listen to the radio. It is everywhere. I hear, you know, on Instagram, all over the place. Anyways, so coupled with this, and it hit me in her song, just this overt desire to negate men and once again, cut them down. Absolutely. Like it is pervasive. We've seen it for years, for decades, decades, constantly. But then also I had this conversation. I think I've mentioned before that I serve in our mom's ministry. So if you're familiar with a MOPS program, Mother of Preschoolers, it's our version at our church of that. It's similar to that type of setup, if you will. So I am a mentor mom and it always cracks me up because I feel like I'm not as old as I am, but I am. I'm old. I, I, you know, my daughter will be 20 very soon here. So I'm a mentor mom and I'm so passionate about working with moms and of, of little kids, especially, you know, having walked through that and learning from these moms. Honestly, I tell you, these moms teach me more than I ever teach them. So anyways, we were talking on about jobs and a few of the ladies found themselves um, or, or are finding themselves with their kids getting older, kind of, you know, moving beyond toddlerhood and starting to think, guys, you know, what do I do with this extra time? You know, as our kids get older, there's that part of us that's like, oh my gosh, I've just gotten all of these hours, um, hours back. And we can kind of, kind of get under the, under this, um, thinking that our kids don't need us as much. You know, they're they're in school. They can go to the bathroom on their own. They can grab a snack out of the cupboard. You know, when you have infants and newborns, like you are required for everything. They need you for everything. But I get that kind of line of thinking as our kids get older, where we're like, okay, you know what? Like I said, they're potty trained. They can they can manage most of these things. They can do a lot of it. And it can seem like, like kind of we're not needed as much, right? So I am not here at all to say you should not get a job because how hypocritical would that be? That's not where I'm coming from at all. But I do want to, I want to take a look at this first, right? And I promise that I'm going to bring all of this together. What I want you and these mamas at my table, what I tell them to know is, is that your greatest job is being mama to those sweet babies. And even before that is being a wife to your husband. We live in a world where being a mom is looked down upon. How many times have you or somebody else said, oh, oh, so you're just a mom. You're just a mom. And how many times do you resist the urge to not like slap, right? I get it. I know it. I've been there. I've said it myself. Oh, I'm just a mom. I'm just a mom. That's it. I'm just a mom. You know, Um, (laughs) you're keeping lives alive. Like you're keeping human beings alive. You're taking care of human beings. You're training the next generation. So we can remove that qualifier there of just. I heard of a mom um, a while back, maybe a couple years ago, who had 
just had a baby. And literally while he was weeks old, she was already planning her way back to work. She could not wait to hire a nanny. She could not wait to get back to work. My heart literally broke in pieces. She wasn't going back to work because they needed the money. She was going back to work because, and these were, this is exactly what she said, because staying home with him wasn't fulfilling her. I have nothing against working moms. I have nothing against you hiring a nanny. If that's what you feel is best, you and your husband feel is best and needed for your family. That's not what I'm talking about here. So just to be very clear, like I'm not condemning that at all. What breaks my heart is that there wasn't fulfillment in being mom and solely mom. She loves her son. She loves being her husband's wife, but it wasn't enough. She needs to be fulfilled at work. So what I want to do is point this out. Let's go to Proverbs 31. If you're sitting at home and you want to follow along, open up Proverbs 31. And we're going to look at verse, first we're going to start in verse 28, 29, and 30. It starts by saying, her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. I want to camp out on those words right there. A woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Let's do a little reverse engineering here for a minute. So the word fears in Hebrew, I looked it up, means reverent or reverence. Reverence means in a simple Google reverence definition says a few different things. I've kind of combined a few different definitions. Honor or respect felt or shown. Honor or respect felt or shown. A feeling of profound awe and respect and often love. Some of the synonyms are honor, worship, respect, praise, love, adore, glorify, exalt, delight, extol, admire. Those are big words that hold a lot of meaning. They hold a lot of power, right? If we go back to Proverbs 1 verse 7, it says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. That word fear is the exact same Hebrew word meaning reverence. Okay, so why do I share any of this? This woman feared the Lord. She honored the Lord. She loved the Lord. Yahweh. Yahweh. Go back to Mindset Monday from a couple weeks ago where we talked about four words. The Lord, your God. The Lord, our God. The Lord, my God. That Lord is Yahweh. Yahweh. It was it's it's a word, a name of God that is so revered. Here's the thing. Her husband calls her an excellent wife. She's more precious than jewels. Her husband trusts her. Take into account this time in which this was written. This was not written in the 21st century where it's, I am woman, hear me roar. I can do all of this stuff. No, 
This is in a time when a woman had little to no rights, and yet her husband trusted her. She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. That's straight from Proverbs 31. Her husband is known in the gates. He sits among the elders of the land. Here's a thing, friend. The fact that her husband sits in the gates and he's known among the, the elders and, and known among amongst the land and he is esteemed. He is a man of integrity. She helps his reputation. She's free of drama and any other things that would cause him any sort of embarrassment. So he can trust when he is gone that his wife is a good representation of him. So not only do her children rise up and bless her, but her husband praises her. We like, we, I say we because both of us, all of us, we like to camp out on her business acumen, right? And her creativity. We're like, oh, that is the, you know, it is the go. It is the green light for us to be industrious. But what I want to stop and understand first is that she is a woman who fears the Lord. Which means, again, if we are reversing all of this, like if we're looking at this from like the the, the start to the, well, at, this is at the end of it. We find out that her husband, you know, it, it praises her and that she fears the Lord. So the reason her husband praises her and the reason she fears the Lord, it's because her priorities are in a right order. She isn't buying a field, selling a product for a profit, being creative, and then taking care of her husband and children. No, no, understand this. She fears and honors the Lord, which means that she is spending time with him. She's in his word. She's praying. She's renewing her mind. She has a relationship with Yahweh, with God her father. Her husband is her priority after her relationship with the Lord. Her children then fall into line after that. And then because she has things in the right order, she's able to do all of those other things, which lends to the fact that her husband trusts her and her children raise up and bless her. It's this beautiful cyclical picture that only makes her life more full and blessed. It's only because she has her priorities in check. She isn't defining herself by these things. Her husband isn't praising her because she's made a great profit, although they are very clearly a partnership. And I'm very certain based upon what we see of him and how he praises her and her priorities that he is proud of her. But it's also very clear that that he's most proud that she fears the Lord. I know, friend, I know that the world is telling you that you need to have something, a title, a position, an employment, something to be of value. Being a mom is great. They're like, that's great. That's great. There's always this like unspoken but, or maybe it's it's right out there. Okay, but what else do you do? 
Oh, oh, okay, but you don't have a, oh, you don't have a job. Okay, so you're home with the kid. Oh, okay. Oh, I could never do that. Oh, you're a better woman than I can. It's this backhanded compliment, right? Oh, I could never do that. Three kids? Oh my gosh. Three girls? Oh my. Don't even get me started with that one. It's this like, oh, I, I couldn't do it. I know that the world is telling you, it's telling me that that is not enough. And I'm here to tell you, I'm here to tell you, friend, you're already valuable. And your role as wife and mother is the absolute most important role you will ever have. Ever. I've been very candid with you in the last couple episodes, um, (laughs) my priorities have been really flipped out of whack. And I've justified them because it made sense. Like, you know, I justified it. I was, again, I don't have anything wrong with any of us working. It's not the problem. But when our priorities get out of whack and our relationship with the Lord is not our number one priority and our relationship with our husband is not in under that. And our relationship with our children and being a mom to our children is not under that. When our, when our work becomes more important than all of that, that's a problem. Am I perfect? Um, Decidedly? No, not at all. Not at all. Am I getting better with my priorities? Well, (laughs) I hope so. I'm definitely more aware. Absolutely more aware. Please hear me. If you're breathing today, it's expensive. It's expensive, right? (laughs) If you're alive, what I'm saying, (laughs) like to live, it's stinking expensive. If you have kids, that expense just like tripled, quadrupled, like, right? It's just crazy. A trip to Target is $100 and that's for like three items that you probably needed. Well, I mean, it's Target, maybe not. But <laughs> I get it. It might be necessary for you to have a job, whether it's in network marketing or it is a brick and mortar or it's some other online or something. It might be necessary. I get that. I'm all for it. Here's my question or my my challenge and encouragement to you is check your motives behind it. Are you seeking a job because you think it will give you fulfillment outside of changing those diapers, making that snack, picking up after the baby again, picking up after the toddler again, picking up after the teenager again? <laughs> Let me just tell you, friend, it's your children are just in some new version of toddlerhood all throughout their life. I mean, which I probably am some version of a toddler as well. We're always needed and we're always going to be doing things that are really just like not glamorous. But I promise you, there's going to be a day where you're going to miss the diapers. Like literally, I meet, I see friends that have little babies and I'm like, oh, I miss that. Like there's a simplicity that is in that time that we don't, we don't realize to appreciate that, right? We always want like the next thing. I get it. I totally get it. But check your motives. Ask the Holy Spirit to search your heart and see the why behind 
the why. Do you guys need the extra income? Okay, like I said, it's expensive. But do some comparing. What will you be bringing in and what will the cost to your family be? So I remember when our youngest was starting kindergarten, so we were going to have kindergarten to seventh grade. Lily was going to be in fourth grade. And I remember we really were looking at, should I go back into the classroom? I'm an elementary school teacher by education. Is that what I should do? Should I, should I go back? So we actually, I interviewed at the school where my kids are now at school. And the whole idea was like, if I could teach full time, then it would, you know, pay for tuition. Like that would be like, our tuition would be um, for free if you're a teacher there. And, you know, we would be able to bring in a little income. And what I kept going back to and my husband and I kept talking about is, okay, so there is a a cost. And in that particular situation, it was going to be a physical, mental, emotional cost. Yes, I would be earning an income and our schooling would be free, but I would be exhausted because teaching is exhausting. And it was gonna, it's a small school, so more than likely the first three to five years could be bouncing around between grades. I had done that before, and we were young, and we didn't have any kids, and that was exhausting. So were we willing to do that? And the Lord made it very clear that that was just not something for us at that time. But you have to weigh the costs. Sure, you're bringing in an income, but what is this going to cost you? Is it even worth it? Because if you have to put kids into childcare holy cow, we've, we never put our kids in the, into preschool. Um, and I am just like aghast at the amount of money. And sometimes you absolutely have to, for whatever reasons, it's stinking expensive. So, so figure that out. Like, is it worth it? Is it worth the mental cost, the physical cost on you, the time cost between you and your husband, that relationship, things are going to suffer. Like, but you got to put that kind of pros and cons list together. Is there something you can do from home during the hours that kids are at school? You know, what what are you going to do when school calls to let you know that one of the kiddos is sick? Because it's absolutely going to happen. Do you have that ability to run and go get them? The other thing to consider, too, is, is your husband the one who's pushing for you to get a job? Well, if that's the case, then that's a whole other ball of wax. And if you are a woman who fears the Lord, then honoring your husband is under that. And these are things that you got to talk about, right? So I think my, my biggest question and my biggest desire for you is to be aware of why, why do you feel the need to do something else and go back to this woman that we look so, we look up to her and We, I know for myself, I look at it as this green light to be industrious, but when I have looked at it that way, I have missed what is first and foremost. And what's first and foremost is that she fears the Lord. And in fearing the Lord, she's honoring her husband. And I don't know what your relationship with your husband is like, but if your husband loves the Lord, then he's not a, you know, domineering, obey me or else 
type of a man. And if that is the situation you're in, then, then you have to consider that this is a, that's a different ball of wax that you're in a different scenario that you're in. But we have to, as kingdom women, as women who want to honor the Lord in what we're doing, look first at that was her first and primary desire was to one, fear the Lord. And when we fear the Lord and when our priorities are in check, then everything else kind of trickles down. Does that mean it's a walk in the park all the time? (laughs) Absolutely not. And I hope you understand that there will always be trials and ups and downs because we live in a fallen world. We are sinful human beings with, uh, you know, (laughs) with a desire to um, have our will done always, right? But there is blessing that comes when we first fear the Lord and honor the Lord. And, and a way that we can fear the Lord and honor the Lord is in honoring our husband's first and our children, being a, a mom to our babies, being there, being available for them. And let me just tell you, my oldest is going to be 20 in March. So all the girls, you know, they all have birthdays within four weeks of each other. So we'll have 2017 and 13 and it flies. It really does. I know everyone tells you that, but it does. Enjoy these days. If that includes getting a job, do it to the glory of God, honoring the Lord in all that you do. If it doesn't mean a a job outside of the home, then pour yourself into even more being the wife and mom and, and be grateful that that is not a stressor that you need to add to your life. Dear Father, I just pray I pray for each woman who is listening right now and who is bombarded right and left, up and down with this not enough feeling, whether it is overt or covertly being thrown at her. And Lord, I just pray that you would help us to remember that you have called us to honor you, not the world, but you first and foremost. And if we are married, then we are to honor you in honoring our husbands. And if we have children, then we are to, we are to take this role of being a mom as such a privilege because it is, it's exhausting. And it's, it's sometimes it's not rewarding in the moment. But Lord, help us to see the roles that you have put us in, in through your eyes. Lord, give her strength to get through each and every day. Because I know when they're little, it is, it's not only exhausting, but it's mundane. It's diapers and feeding and cleaning up and, and taking a nap and, and repeat and over and over and over again. And Lord, I just pray that she would do that to the glory of you. That she would see her value, not in what the world says, but what you see in her. Father, bless her mightily. And in your son's name, amen. Hey, before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's episode, would you pop over to iTunes to Growth Against the Grain and leave a review and subscribe to the show? 
That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of other mamas just like you, learning to align their audacious goals with what God has for them, then join us at bit.ly slash Christian Mindset Support or click on the link below. There's always room for one more. Can't wait to see you over there.